Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 3, Episode 4, titled Sokka's Master. I love this episode. It's great. It's fantastic. It's real, real good. See, now, up until this point, I don't think we have had, unless I'm forgetting something major, a character piece focused specifically on Sokka. Like, yeah, obviously he's had some amazing arcs in the larger narrative. Obviously he's had some really good character pieces that he has shared with other characters. But... We haven't, up until this point in the series, gotten an individual episode that zeroes in specifically on Sokka in this way. Now we have that, this is that Sokka-centric episode that we've been waiting for, and it is everything that character deserves. 100%. It's a really, really fantastic episode. And you know what? I have Master P and Dow listed first in here, but I might as well just skip ahead to... just Sokka's arc in general. Sokka has a really amazing arc of... trying to overcome... What feels to him like a sense of inferiority. He looks around at all his friends. Aang's the frickin' Avatar. Katara has her waterbending. Toph has her earthbending. Everyone has these big abilities. Even Momo (laughs) seems to be better than him. When Momo puts out more fires than Sokka does with his little boomerang club deal. Like, Sokka feels as if, like, he's just the regular dude with nothing to offer. And, of course, no one else sees him that way, but he sees himself in that sense. So he goes on this journey to try and fill this hole he is feeling within himself to get him to everyone else's level. And, of course, he finds swordsmanship and finds Master P and Dao, gets a master like everyone else had a master, and he goes into this 
swordsman training. He goes all in on being a swordsman. Because, like, it's just what he wants. Because it'll help him gain an extra edge that up until this point in the series, he sees himself as not having. It's a really, really amazing personal journey for him to go on. And they execute on it very well. Now, going back up in my notes to Master P and Dao, I love Master P and Dao. Master P and Dao is awesome. <laughs> he is a, just a zen badass. He's great. Like, I love the high-mindedness of him, the, the very mysterious nature of him, his unorthodox methods, the way he sort of sees right through pretty much everyone, including Sokka, including Aang. Because he has that mic drop moment of, I'm pretty sure I'm too old to be fighting the Avatar. <laughs> like, everything about that character is so freaking cool. And the mentor-mentee relationship that he ends up having with Sokka is really, really well done. All of that is very well explored. I love this dude. And we will definitely be seeing more of him as the series goes on. More on that in a few weeks. Uh, I also kind of adore the opening sequence of this episode with the meteor shower and then that stray meteorite that lands... And almost obliterates this small town. And Aang, Toph, and Katara without even knowing... Without anyone even knowing that they're there. Without anyone even knowing something had happened. Like, they just completely stop the meteorite. Stop the flames. And all that. While Sokka's just doing nothing. While Sokka's just like... Okay, I guess I'll just stand clear. I guess I'll babysit Momo. <laughs> As he does more than me. <laughs> He's become the Eeyore of the group. He is Eeyore in this sequence. <laughs> and it's so freaking good. It's like a really, really fun moment. And then, of course, you follow that up with Oh, the scene of Sokka saying, Oh, I, woe is me, I'm regular. Followed immediately by a shopping spree, which Sokka is way too excited about. <laughs> Yay, shopping! <laughs> and he's just going through, trying out all these weapons. Meanwhile, Aang gets that, like, really terrifying-looking armor for two seconds. That is incredibly overboard. I forgot that that happened until I rewatched this episode today, by the way. Like, I honestly forgot that that was a thing. And it's just as shocking when you don't know it's coming as when you do. <laughs> it's so freaking terrifying. Like, it never, it never doesn't scare me. 
and Sokka's trying out all these weapons, and then he sees the sword, and he hears about Master P and Dao. He goes up there, he introduces himself in a really lackluster way, saying, Man, um, yeah, I really want to train with you, but um, uh, I don't think I'm worthy, so... Yeah. Guess I'm wasting my time here. And then Master P and Dao sees his humility, and it's like, Yeah, I'll train you. Sure. And then you get all of this training deal. And this whole sequence of training is really, really fantastic. Uh, The calligraphy, the landscape painting, the rock gardening. (laughs) All three of which have really, really amazing outcomes. Sokka just putting paint on his face, or ink rather, on his face. And stamping his identity of the on the page. <laughs> the landscape painting that he just completely botches and like puts a rainbow in. <laughs> because why not? The rock gardening that he uses uh, to just relax and get a cold drink from the butler. <laughs> which P and Dao encourages to a hilarious degree. All those sparring sessions with the butler, most of which fail, but get increasingly less of a failure till Sokka eventually succeeds in the sparring. Like, it's all really, really great. It's all very, very well done. And I especially love how Master P and Dao says, okay, Sokka, this was a great first day of training. And Sokka's like, wait a minute. I thought I messed up everything we worked on today. And P and Dao's like, you messed things up in a very special way. (laughs) And, by the way, I I also love how during this entire long training deal, they occasionally cut back to the camp and Aang, Katara, and Toph are all bored (laughs) without Sokka. Aang, Toph, and Katara just flying around like, what should we do today? I don't know. Sokka's the idea guy. Eh. (laughs) Toph's like, I already picked my toes. Twice. Like, (laughs) it's a really, really fantastic little cutaway gag of, Yeah, Sokka's kind of essential to this group. (laughs) He doesn't think he is, but he really, really is. They try to read a map at one point and completely fail. (laughs) I especially love Katara trying to do jokes. It's so hot. Momo is shedding like Appa. (laughs) If you miss him so much, why don't you marry him? If I had access to a cricket, I would just place it in front of the mic. Because that's about how well these jokes land. (laughs) 
Oh, I also especially love... Uh, towards the opening, when Aang tries to make Sokka feel better by doing his own failed joke, but instead he ends up insulting Katara. <laughs> like, what's up with Katara's hair? What? What's wrong with my hair? <laughs> Sokka's the only one who can make jokes. No one else can make jokes. Only Sokka. And then, Master P and Dao tasks Sokka with making his own sword. And Sokka's just like, you know what? I'm going to bring some material back for a sword. So he goes all the way back to the camp, and everyone brings up that meteorite. And they make a space sword! A space sword! A space sword! I'm just gonna go ahead and put an echo on that. On that last one. Because it just has to happen. Anyway, so Sokka makes a space sword. It's a really, really great sequence of Sokka just laboring away at it. Just hammering, literally hammering away at it. And then P and Dao's like, here's your space sword. And goes on this whole monologue about how Sokka impressed him. Not by his skills. No, certainly not by his skills. But by his creativity and his intelligence and his versatility. All qualities we have all known about Sokka for a very, very long time. It's very satisfying, though, to hear Sokka's master regurgitate them, though. And then P and Dao's like, you are definitely worthy. And Sokka's like, no, I'm not. I, I lied to you. I'm not Fire Nation. I'm from the Southern Water Tribe. Uh, so, I lied. Not worthy. And P and Dao's like, oh, okay then. I'm gonna fight you now. <laughs> and then we get this epic sword fight. That is so friggin' awesome, and I love watching. Where Sokka just does all this really, really amazing stuff. He uses his superior agility against an older opponent. He uses the terrain to his advantage, taking the high ground. Uh, cutting down all that, like, bamboo or whatever. <laughs> what was it? Am I right in saying it's bamboo, or is it something else? Am I an idiot? I'm probably dumb. Uh, <laughs> use the environment. Make it fight for you. Uh, literally throwing dirt in Pian Dao's face. Etc. 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 And I love how Pian Dao is, like, just saying, Oh, great work, Sokka, doing this deal. Which, in the moment, you feel like is taunting him, but really, at the end of this fight, you understand that it was just P and Dao giving a lesson. <laughs> giving his final lesson. This is literally just P and Dao doing his final bit of training for Sokka. He never wanted... To kill Sokka based on the whole Water Tribe deal. In fact, he knew he was Water Tribe from the very beginning. 
because he said his real name and <laughs> and didn't bother to come up with the Fire Nation cover, ma- cover name. Try Lee. There's a million Lees. I like the callback to Zuko's cover name from last season. <laughs> I really like the callback. Very solid. And when you rewatch this sequence, it's staring you right in the face that P and Dao is training Sokka. This is a sparring session rather than an actual fight. But in the moment when you're watching this for the first time, you're so afraid for Sokka and you've been trained so heavily to fear everyone in the Fire Nation that you don't bother looking for those obvious clues staring you right in the face that he is being a trainer rather than an adversary. That Sokka's in no real danger. P and Dao is just launching this incredibly immersive sparring session. Like, you don't look for it. You don't see the signs, even though you're right in front of... Even though it's right in front of your face, because the fight itself is just executed that well. And then you get the ending of Sokka going off to train on his own. And then the butler's like, Hey, here's a white lotus tile. Bye. So, uh, we've seen the White Lotus tile before in this series. We understand its significance. I will just say that. I will just say that. More on that whole deal later. And Sokka gives Toph some Space Earth. And then they walk away arguing about whether or not Space Earth is a thing. Because, you know, if it's from space, then it's not really Earth. I agree with Sokka. Katara ruins everything. And then the episode ends. And also, okay, before we put this episode to bed, I gotta mention the Iroh subplot. So they occasionally cut back to Iroh in this episode. And he's putting on this act... That he's all crazy. He's put around this act that he's this savage, crazy old man. An absolute disgrace to the Fire Nation. This guard comes in, he puts on an act for him, and the guard belittles him, and then he leaves. And then and then Iroh just is like, okay. My work is complete. And then he just starts working out. He does sit-ups. Both on the floor and hanging from the bars. He does push-ups. Both normal and in a handstand. He does pull-ups at one point. At the end, you kind of see he takes off his clothes. And you see that he's actually ripped his shit. He's actually, like, just super buff now. And not fat as all hell. It's it's a really good, really subtle subplot that kind of indicates 
there's more to what's going on in Iroh land than what meets the eye. This is a great episode. I, I really, really love everything about it. it. It's so, so good. Also, get ready for Sokka to break out that space board. Space board? Space sword a bunch. Because he's going to, and it's going to be pretty cool. I, I really, really like that space sword. The space sword is awesome. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. And if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 3, Episode 5. Talk to you then.